Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. Scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. my friends and happy Tuesday. If you haven't yet had time to approach the Lord and ask for wisdom for a specific area in your life, I would encourage you to try and carve out some time, even just five minutes this week, to approach Him and ask for wisdom or understanding or insight, just like we talked about yesterday morning. Today we'll actually see that Jesus lived a real life. Just like we do, he dealt with failures and he even dealt with taxes. So he lived a real life. He understands us and our situation and where we are today. So let's dive into Matthew chapter 17, starting in verse 14, reading from the ESV. And when they came to the crowd, a man came up to him, Jesus, and kneeling before him said, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and he suffers terribly. For often he falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples and they could not heal him. Now, a quick note here, this is my two cents. I do not believe, as we are going to see, um, this cause of epilepsy, these seizures, are due to this person, this boy, being demon-possessed. But I do not believe that every case of epilepsy or every person who struggles with seizures is demon-possessed. I do not believe that to be true. And we actually saw that Matthew makes a distinction between these two. I'm going to jump back to Matthew chapter 4 and reading here in verse 24. So Jesus' fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. So here we see that Matthew lists those oppressed by demons as one kind of section that Jesus healed, and then epileptics as a second section. So I just want to reiterate that if you know someone who struggles with epilepsy or seizures, that does not necessarily mean that they are possessed by a demon that can be a very valid medical issue. But let's dive back into our story here. And this father is saying, And I brought him to your disciples, and they could not heal him. And Jesus answered, O faithless and twisted generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him, and the boy was healed instantly. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? He said to them, Because of your little faith. 
For truly, I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, the smallest seed, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So we saw in this section that Jesus dealt with with failure. He dealt with people letting him down. When I read this, I I almost feel a, a sadness. And he says, For truly I say to you, if you have faith like a grain of mustard seed, a teeny, tiny amount of faith, why couldn't the disciples cast out this demon? Jesus says, Because of your little faith. Jesus knows what it's like to be let down even by those closest to him. He understands real life. As they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men, and they will kill him, and he will be raised on the third day. And they were greatly distressed. When they came to Capernaum, And a quick reminder here, Capernaum is in the region of Galilee, right above the Sea of Galilee in Israel. When they came to Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax went up to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the tax? And a quick pause here, this tax was essentially used for the upkeep of the temple. And based on my research, there were actually some Jewish sects who refused to pay this tax, which I find very interesting. Does your teacher not pay the tax? He said, yes. And when he came into the house, Jesus spoke to him first saying, what do you think, Simon? From whom do kings of the earth take toll or tax? From their sons or from others? So who who do the leaders tax? Their own family or other people? And when he said from others, Jesus said to him, Then the sons are free. So here I see a couple different ways to look at this. Then the sons are free. Now, historically, priests who worked in the temple were not required to pay the temple tax. And we know that Jesus is prophet, priest, and king, so he would not be required. They also might be talking about how maybe they're paying the Lord, in a sense, because it's going to the temple. And because they are Jews, they are his children, they should be exempt. Then the sons are free. However, not to give offense to them, go to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you will find a shekel. Take that and give it to them for me and for yourself. (laughs) I love that. That even though Jesus says, then the sons are free, that he should be exempt He still pays the tax. He knows what it's like, you guys. He's been here. He's walked on this earth. So when we're frustrated about paying tax, let's go back and read this. Let's see that Jesus understands. And let's pray and seek wisdom from him. Because he's been there. 
And I love that he doesn't just give Peter the money. He comes up with this money in this miraculous way. Go fishing and open the mouth and there you go. There's the tax. I love that God provides for this tax, even though it is not required. As Jesus said, then the sons are free. I will see you tomorrow morning. I am so proud of you for starting with scripture. If you enjoy these free podcasts, please consider contributing to the ministry at Hesed Heart. You can do this through the Anchor app or by visiting hesedheart.com slash give. You can also visit hesedheart.com for even more resources, including faith-based yoga and Bible-based meditations.